We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Chiefs have one thing that stood out, and I hadn't thought about this because somebody yesterday on Twitch was asking me, like, hey, what's the Chiefs cap space? I've seen more or less. The truth is, is that they had more, but the numbers have been going down because of, and the mystery has been solved. Thanks to Twitter sleuths, in this case, Jared Sapp, the reason why the numbers have been going down is because they're too good. Turns out when you draft a bunch of players and then we had the conversation that we had, which is they're all performing at a good level. The NFL has things in place so that those players are compensated more fairly with the level of performance they're giving. It's almost like arbitration without the arbitration part. Like there's already a built-in raise, essentially. So Nick Bolton, Creed Humphrey, Noah Gray, Trey Smith, all earned mandatory fourth-year raises and proven performance escalator value raises just based on being too good, which comes down to one simple thing. Okay, that's a great thing to have. That's a great problem to have that so many players are so good for you, you got to give them all raises, especially in a, a single draft or two. And by the way, more are that's, coming. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Karloftis and McDuffie and Jalen Watt, like so many more of these raises are coming that you're going to have to deal with it anyway, which means this offseason, you have to decide right now who are the players you are continuing with and extend them to make this cap stuff make sense in the, the, the future, which means I think mostly decide between Nick Bolden Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, who it is you want to go with long-term and are willing to pay long-term because this offseason makes sense to sign them so that these performance escalators don't hit the cap as hard for you gold. And you can finagle that money more easily. I would give Creed Humphrey the money. The most recent estimates I saw for Nick Bolton. I don't think I can make a great argument for paying an inside linebacker, even as important as Nick Bolton is that kind of dough of those three, which ones would you extend this off season versus just play it out? Yeah. So look, I, I think when we've talked about uh, the way the the contracts are going in the future, because of how well they have drafted and the idea that a player is going to play out the final year of his deal just doesn't really happen. And then you add on the fact that you're going to have some of these bonuses because you drafted extremely well that are kicking in and you're going to want some cap relief now. And if it's a player that you were already planning on extending in the future, we think Reed Humphrey was a player they were likely going to talk about this offseason anyway snaps, at some point. Yeah, I mean, that that and Andy Reid addressed that. Uh, it was a serious problem this year. Yeah. Um, but that they're confident that it's something he can get corrected. We'll see. I mean, if he's still doing it at the beginning of next season, then, then, then it was a much bigger uh, conversation because that means it's who he is. Um, hopefully it's something they can correct. But I believe when we've discussed potential rookies in the past and this, this current group of players we're mentioning here, Cody, a lot of them, we assumed they were going to discuss extensions anyway. Like Creed Humphrey is probably somebody I think, whether it's early on in free agency or later on in, in the off season, closer to summertime, my guess is they're going to come up with an extension. Remember, also at a center position, it's you could pay him towards top money, and it's nothing crazy compared to some of these other positions. If you need, if you feel there's a need to free up room now in order to make other moves, if you already are planning on keeping Creed Humphrey, doing the doing the deal now could actually help you in this particular season. And it gives you that like five year plan of how much are we paying him in order to do it. Look, I guess the snaps would be the only thing that would prevent you or make you think about it because outside of that, Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey plays 
a near perfect center, right? I mean, his run blocking grades, his pass blocking grades, everything in between always rates near the highest of everybody at his position. So safe to assume that you would be perfectly fine in that situation. But Nick Bolton, did, did you see some of the estimates, man? You interested in 15 to $17 million a year for an inside linebacker? I mean, their model there has been very similar to their model at corner, which has been bring him in, play him for four or five years, walk, and draft the replacement. In this case, you would say that Leo Chanel was drafted to replace either Willie Gay Jr. or Nick Bolton, but they have not drafted two linebackers, which makes me think they're going to sign Bolton and Creed and then let Trey walk. Yeah, I mean, this is why, like, the performance thing is, I know why we're bringing it up, but, like, Nick Bolton also, another, just like Creed, another player where we, we presumed he was likely getting an extension this offseason anyway, not because all of a sudden there was a extra... A, a jump in the cap. Like we, we just I'm just saying extend going, because you, you might want to start working out this money now. Yeah, it's causing I mean, problems now. Before this season started we probably suspected that Nick Bolton was likely to get an extension at the end of the year. We also, before the season started, probably thought that Willie Gay was playing his final season in Kansas city. I think both are going to end up being true. And I know there's a pushback on Nick Bolton linebacker and the type of money. All I got to hear is the comments that Spags has said, both on this show and in other platforms as well, and how much they value Nick Bolton. It's not just, um, oh, there's somebody else on the team that's a better coverage linebacker. That's true. He's not the best coverage linebacker. That's one of his weaknesses. But there's other areas where he makes up for it. I don't know if you have a better run-stuffing linebacker, a guy that's going to go up and, and, and basically be a thumper. Yeah. Do you have someone else that can wear the green dot and lead that defense at that second level? I don't know if they do. They clearly value that. Nick Bolton, the trust factor between him and Steve Spagnuolo. That's why I think he will be the linebacker that they're going to extend this offseason. I just, I hate that amount of money. I try not to make it directly like running back, as you know. Um, but I mean, God, it, it, unlike the other position we've talked about, right? Premium ones, uh, defensive end, wide receiver, whatever. Because you and I have talked about like what you can get at pick 32. What's available to you when you need tackle or defensive end and what talent is available at that position typically, although they've done well getting at least George Karloftis at that spot. I mean, linebacker, that's available in every single round of the draft. You can get good linebacker playing like the fourth round. That's part of where like paying that amount of money starts to like really hurt. I do think that they are still, I'm still impressed with what the Chiefs have done cap wise, even after these performance bonuses. But a lot of what this says is like, boy, you're in slightly worse cap position because all these guys you have to pay and all the guys you're going to have to pay behind it. They're not going to pay them all. We all know that. There's a lot of, of course. players to that will get paid by somebody based on how well they've drafted. This is like a Brett Veach thing. Like part of me is like, I don't, I'm not in a hurry to pay anybody. Brett Veach is going to keep hitting at this rate. Well, this, I'm not in a hurry to pay anybody. That goes back to the luxurious needs circumstance with where they're at. Now we know they're going to, they're going to, they've tagged them or they're, they're expected yeah. to tag them officially. And a trade is a real possibility because they don't have as many picks as they've had in prior years going into this. So if you can tell me that, Again, this scenario, to me, they have to bring back Chris Jones if you're going to trade LeJarrius Sneed. You can't tell me that you're letting Chris Jones walk and you're trading LeJarrius Sneed. I think that's a disaster waiting to happen. Um, but let's say they, they get Chris Jones back on a long-term deal. At that point, I could understand trading Sneed because you get, let's say, a second-round pick back, the track record of drafting players, what we just got done talking about, um, of, of how vital it is for this window, this run to continue, and why it has continued. Yeah, duh, Mahomes, but also 
guys like McDuffie and Snead for that matter, and Karloftis, young players that are not really making any money yet by NFL standards. How do you, you got to keep that pipeline going as long as possible. The Patriots did a great job of that for a while. Um, and also it's trading players at that level. and trading players like Snead who were very talented, but you know, getting out while you can, if if you will, and not that I don't think Snead's going to be a bad player next year, no. but just you know, before do you want to pay that player at a position in which it's not as valuable as defensive line? It just isn't, and that you were better developing than just about anybody in the NFL. I did see one of the multiple teams that keeps getting mentioned for Lucharius Snead. If the Chiefs are going to trade him, is the Falcons because they have no one at corner? Falcons and Eagles. Um, Eagles would be tough. Just be, eh, I don't know, whatever. They beat him in the Super Bowl. The tra- a trade's a trade. For the Falcons, just a real quick hypothetical for you. Because you know how I feel about this player. Would you guys trade Snead for Kyle Pitts straight up? Yes. Oh, we're back to Kyle Pitts. I yes. want Kyle we're Pitts back. here. We're back. Yes. We're back. He's my Justin Ross, okay? <laughs> I want Kyle Pitts in Kansas City. <laughs> at least that one makes He's more sense. Um, at, least, at least Justin, I, R- Justin I Ross did I would trade Snead for Kyle Pitts straight up. I get year four, maybe the fifth year option. And you'll get that thousand yard Kyle Pitts back. No. All the 12 personnel who cares if they won't let us go deep. Tight ends are cheaper to keep than wide receivers. I'd do it. So I, I, I'd say no. Um, you and I have gone back and forth on Pitts. It's not that I don't think he's a good player. That'd be silly. Of course not. I think sometimes he gets discussed as if he is the next Travis Kelsey or Antonio Gates. And I think that's a little bit much uh, for a guy that's had one good season in the league. I know we can blame the quarterback situation in Atlanta. That's very true. And the true. coaching situation. But at yeah. some point, you know, if you're a great player, you overcome certain things. I mean, we use this argument with players in sports all the time. Like, if they're that special of a player, and that's sometimes how you talk about him. Like, he's sure. one of those really. So, would I want Kyle Pitts on my team? Sure, not for the Legereus Sneed trade. For the reason that you were kind of describing, actually, Cody, the contract situation. Do I'm good with trading Sneed because I'm getting a second-round pick back that I can trust Veach maybe goes and has four a guy years for four years. Him. Kyle Pitts, you're basically, it's a one-year trial. It's a one-year trial for Kyle Pitts. If he's the guy you think he is, great, but then I got to pay him a ton of money. And if he's not, then you gave away Snead, and I would argue after one year you have nothing to show for it. I think what it is about tight ends that interest me, and this is why I would do it, is tight ends, there is incredible. It might be the best value in the entire NFL. If you have a top five tight end, it is the single best value you can get in the entire league. For the same price as one Nick Bolton, based on contract estimates, you can have a tight end, you can have a receiver, right, for your team, getting 1,000 yards. You cannot do it cheaper than that. Like, you just can't. Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the NFL, cost half as much as what Justin Jefferson will get. That's why I like the risk. You're not wrong, you have to pay him sooner. But, God, if you get it right, the cost-benefit is fantastic. you got another 1,000-yard wide receiver option to go with Rasheed Rice, to go with Travis Kelsey, but instead of having to go out and spend, let's just say you paid Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown cost you more. Five, ten million dollars more. Tyree Kill would have cost you double, whatever the number is. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Someone says, look at who his quarterbacks and coaches. Completely unfair, Alex. What's unfair about me saying Kyle Pitts is not Antonio Gates yet? I don't think that's unfair at all. That's all I'm saying oh, is yeah, I don't pump, think like, yet, pump yeah. the brakes a little bit. On, on how we discuss him. That's it. I don't think he's a bad player at all. I feel like, but the way sometimes he gets discussed is like, we already know for sure that guys, he is, yeah, he, he's a top two tight in the league and we shouldn't question it whatsoever. And it's all just because of the terrible situation he's in. That's not what I'm saying. He could end up going to Kansas City or anywhere else and be a top five, top 10 tight end. We're discussing him or some people are discussing him like he's already a Hall of Fame tight end. Cody, I think that I would do it maybe faster. I, I would do it quicker than you. Uh, in you terms just of immediately? Because... And this, is, this isn't even a Kelsey replacement to me. If Kelsey plays two more years, 
you line up Pitts as a wide receiver in the slot every single time because he's fast enough, he's big enough, he's going to go fast. up against the corners, he's too big. He, he can is. Let, can you imagine Kelsey, Pitts, Rasheed Rice, and then whoever the hell you want to draft in the first round? This goes back to even when we talk about Justin Jefferson. It's not, we're, we're not even arguing against the same thing. Like, I, Kyle Pitts in a Chiefs uniform in this offense would be great, would be fun. I'm just saying, I, I you think wouldn't you do it for Sneed. Not sure. for Sneed. Like, if you're telling me I can just give up, like, a fourth-round pick for Kyle Pitts, which is not going to happen, sure, duh, obviously, I would love that. Justin Jefferson, would I love him in a Chiefs uniform? Right. I'm just trying to be a little realistic about the situation. I was offering you what I thought yeah. was a real... That one is, is at least a little more. value-ish trade. Would, yeah. would you pick a tight end in the second... If you, if you got a second-round pick, are you using it on tight end? It depends on the tight end, I guess. Because um, nobody in this class, except for Brian Bowers, to, is as good as Kyle Pitts. We talked about it last year going to the draft. They do need to start figuring out who the next tight end can be post-Kelsey. And with all due respect to Noah Gray, he's a nice tight end, but he's not the guy that, you know, he's not Kyle Pitts, Cody. You know, that he's not on that track. And that's that's the issue. I think they need to start looking ahead on that. But last year, to me, was the draft to do that based off of the talent. Brock Bowers is great, but after that, it's not as strong. We'll talk more about this, obviously, and we'll see what happens with Ojarius Sneed. March 5th, the deadline to officially tag him. We know that part's happening. Then what happens? Is there a trade in the next week or two, or is it drag on a little bit later on? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.